0: This is the Everyday AI Show, the everyday podcast where we simplify AI and bring its power to your fingertips. Listen daily for practical advice to boost your career, business, and everyday life. Can AI write better than a human? Could ChatGPT write like me? Absolutely. So many people have this wrong. And I'm going to show you not just how you can do this, but I'm going to show you exactly the step-by-step process that I used to make ChatGPT write just like me. All right. So welcome to Everyday AI. My name is Jordan Wilson. I'm your host. This is a daily podcast, live stream, and free daily newsletter to help everyday people keep up with everything that's going on in the world of AI and how we can cut through the noise and actually use... AI and even ChatGPT to our advantage, how we can use AI to grow our businesses and to grow our career, all right? And that's the thing that we're going to be talking about today, specifically how to make ChatGPT right, just like you, all right? So before we get into the AI news, I just want to tell you as a reminder, this is a live show, right? So if you're listening on the podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, first of all, thank you. Second of all, there will be some, some links in the show notes, so make sure uh, there's going to be a link to this exact uh, kind, of, kind of thread or conversation that we're having right now. So um, you can come in, ask me questions, and I will answer them. Uh, and if you are joining us live, please ask your questions. Are you trying to get ChatGPT to write like you? Is it failing? Is it going great? Let me know in the comments, but let's get into the AI news before we talk about ChatGPT. Zoom is training its AI, but with apparently a lot of call data that we didn't know about. So uh, this news kind of broke in the last couple of hours. A lot of people are up in arms with some updated terms uh, in Zoom's uh, user agreement, just essentially saying that they have the right to use customer data for training its AI models. So Zoom has tried to come out and try to clarify this ever since. Uh, So make sure to check out the uh, the newsletter today, because probably within an hour or two, there'll be a little more information on this. All right. Second news piece of the day. Uh, Meta is, so the uh, the Facebook owner uh, is starting to abandon some other AI projects that it's been working on a lot. And it's starting to just focus on its commercial generative AI models. Uh, so the project it kind of uh, abandoned was a protein folding AI project, uh, which they announced many months ago. Um, pretty exciting uh, endeavor actually, but Uh, Meta has decided to start cutting uh, a lot of these other AI focused projects and only focus on some of the generative AI models that they've uh, announced and released uh, lately, such as uh, Llama 2, their uh, open source kind of alternative to ChatGPT. So uh, Meta is really just focusing on those generative AI models uh, for text to image, text to video, audio, 3D. Uh, So they're kind of putting their, putting their foot down in the sand and saying, yeah, we, we are competing in this space and in this space only. All right, speaking of big, big tech, our three, our three news stories today, all big companies. Uh, so Microsoft, uh, finally, they are bringing Bing AI Chat to more browsers. Um, if I'm being honest, one of the few reasons that I don't use uh, Bing AI Chat as much as I'd like to is because you have to open it right now in the... Um, in the edge browser in the microsoft edge browser and i am helplessly addicted to google chrome browser because i have literally more than a thousand extensions (laughs) um so they did announce this a few weeks ago but uh, word just came out that they're actually starting to roll this out in phases. So make sure to check out uh, if you do want to use uh, Bing's AI chat, but you're not a big fan of Microsoft Edge, make sure to check out your browser of choice. It should be coming to uh, all the major browsers over the next couple couple of weeks. All right. Let's talk about it, y'all. Let's talk about how we can make ChatGPT right, just like you. So thank you all for, for joining us. Uh, so uh, pj uh so i'm just going to shout out some people who are joining us and also make sure if you have questions let me know now's the time now's the time to get those questions in we're going to handle them live that's what makes everyday ai a little different than your average you know podcast uh, out there is we take all your questions live so pj thank you for joining us uh maurice thank you for joining us just saying hi brian good morning um adam what's up adam adam saying let's go jordan Uh, we have a shout out from australia coming from youtube uh aaron thank you apparently we're going international uh today so we might even be tomorrow in some time zones working in the future here uh nancy thank you for joining us saying the only way to keep up on ai is this show and the daily newsletter thank you nancy um yes pj a thousand chrome extensions uh, I have more than a thousand. I have actually multiple Chrome extensions that help me manage my Chrome extensions. Uh, Fabian says, "Greetings from uh, Central Chile." Uh, all right, let's get this going without further ado. And actually, just let me know: Have you all tried this? You know, if you're listening on the podcast, look in the show notes. Shoot me an email. Shoot me a LinkedIn message. Have you tried this? I want to know. Um, I think this is a great use case, um, and actually, let me let me set the stage a little bit here. For those of you that don't know my background, normally I don't I don't share a lot, but in this case, it's ex- extremely important. Um, I've been getting paid to write for twenty years, um, and I hear all the time people say, "Oh, AI can't write like a human." Yes, it can. It's just the overwhelming majority of people. Don't know how to use ChatGPT or other um, generative AI tools. You know they're looking for shortcuts. They're just looking at oh, look at this copy and paste prompt. That's not how it works. But I'm letting you know. I've been getting paid to write for 20 years. I've ghost written for huge brands. I've I've written for brands like Nike and Jordan, right? Brands that we all have heard of. Um, I've won national writing awards. I was a Pulitzer fellow. All right. So, what I'm trying to say is, I'm better than your average writer. And I'll let you know that ChatGPT can write as well as me and 20 times faster, but you have to do this correctly. So, that is what today's show is all about. Kind of five tips. I'm going to give you five tips on how to make ChatGPT write just like you. All right. And I've, I've I've been told that sometimes I, I tease these things for too long, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just skip to the end, and then we're gonna come back and show you how all this was done. So if you're joining us on the podcast, don't worry. I'm gonna try to read just a little bit. So I did this this morning, y'all. Like just right before uh, right before the show went on, I hadn't updated my uh, my little GPT-4 assistant in a while, so I decided to give it a quick update. Uh, so you'll see. I'm not going to read all of this, but you'll see I'm scrolling through. This is a lot of back and forth, okay? And I'm going to walk you through this process, but I just wanted you all to see how much information just in a very short period of time, right? There's thousands of words here where I'm going back and forth with ChatGPT and giving it examples of my writing, giving it feedback, and then asking it to write a post, Okay, going back and forth, back and forth. And then at the bottom, I'm just going to read a little bit of this. And, you know, I was going to do something. I was going to put a post up on the screen and be like, oh, was this written by ChatGPT or me? But I think you guys would have guessed this. Like y'all would have known like, oh, you're teaching us how to use ChatGPT. So of course it's ChatGPT. But uh, let me just go ahead and just read part, part of this. All right, so here's the post. And I asked it to write a post about AI, Taking jobs. Uh, so here's here's what ChatGPT came up with after some back and forth. AI taking jobs. Sheesh. Let's drop the BS, y'all. You've seen the post. AI won't take your job. Someone using AI will. Nah, that's a laugh. That person using AI, they're not just snagging one job. They're obliterating careers. One job. Nah. Try a thousand. Let's be real, shorties. Here's the truth. Right. And then. You guys, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll copy and paste this in the comments later. But if any of you all have, if you, if any of you all have read my writing, which I, I, I haven't posted a lot since I started the Everyday AI show, but I used to post much more often. This is extremely spot on to how I write. Um, I'd say it's about, about 95% accurate. Um, but here's the thing. ChatGPT can write 10 times faster than me. All right, so let's get back and figure out how we got there. All right. Oh, I did this once last week. I'm only going to do this once a week. So if this was helpful for you, go ahead and hit repost on this. So, again, if you're joining us live, please hit repost uh, on LinkedIn. Twitter. I don't think there's a repost on, on YouTube. Uh, again, if you're listening to this on the podcast today, there'll be show notes in there so you can go to this uh, post and repost it. Uh, I have something special. I'm trying to get a small group. I did this once last week. We got like 12 or 15 people. Uh, so something I'm not going to offer anywhere else. It's it's free, but I've been working on a, on a resource for people who want to use uh, ChatGPT a little bit better. So if this if today's show is helpful for you, just please go ahead and repost that. And as a reminder, we are a live stream podcast and newsletter. All right, let's get into the good stuff. So how can we get ChatGPT to write more like you? Number one, use the right mode. That's extremely important. So in the example I just showed you, I was using GPT 4. I was also using plugins. All right. I'll leave a comment uh, here later for my episode that I just did Friday about plugins. Here's why using the free version of ChatGPT. I use this as example all the time, but I'll use a better example. If we're just talking about writing, ChatGPT is a high school writer, the free version. All right. If If you use the paid version with the right plugins and give it the right access to the correct information, you are talking about someone like me, you know, a master's degree with 20 years plus experience writing. So you need to use, if you're getting subpar results. Switch over to GPT-4, the paid version. It's $20 a month, but it's worth it. Not paid by OpenAI to say that. I always like making that clear. But I would pay thousands of dollars a month to use GPT-4 because it's that powerful. So you need to use the right mode. Okay? So the paid version of ChatGPT is just going to be better, period. And then you can give it access to a website if you want ChatGPT to mimic your brand voice. If you already have... Uh, writing out there. You can give it access to PDFs. right? In the example I gave, I just gave it copy and paste um, for a reason because I wanted to bring something up uh, one of these points later. But you need to use the right mode. GPT-4, give it access to the internet, give it access to a PDF, give it access to YouTube. right? There's your three plugins. We talk about plugin packs all the time. There's your three plugins. That's number one, and that's most important. Most people that you know, say, oh, I tried to get ChatGPT to write like me and it didn't. They're using the free version of ChatGPT. It's not that, not that strong, right? Even if you do apples and apples, the same prompts, go through exactly what I showed you, giving examples. GPT 4 is always going to be better. It's stronger. It is a much larger, large language model. It's better, period. That's the, that's the first thing. Use the right mode. Number two, what I just talked about, you need to give access to ample writing samples and resources. So even in the example that I gave, that I showed on my screen, I gave ChatGPT 12 different posts that I had written. Um, and when you give examples of the writing, just like training a new employee, which is one of the, one of the things we're going to talk about here, you can't give it examples to, oh, here's something you know creative and witty. Yet here's a writing sample that's uh, serious and corporate, right? Each chat in ChatGPT should be viewed as an expert employee. So you can have 10 different chats inside ChatGPT where you train it on different tones of voice. But this is a big mistake that people are, are, are making when they're trying to ch- uh, train ChatGPT to write more like them. In the examples, so in the examples I gave, it was all LinkedIn posts written in my voice right? Which is usually somewhat witty, kind of in your face, laid back, informal, right? So I wouldn't give it, I wouldn't give ChatGPT examples that didn't fit that mold. So you need to be consistent and uh, precise in the examples that you're giving. Uh, They need to be uh, all in the same vein, all traveling the same road, if that makes sense. So that's tip number two. Um, Hey, this is Jordan, the host of Everyday AI. I've spent more than a thousand hours inside ChatGPT and I'm sharing all of my secrets in our free Prime Prompt Polish ChatGPT course that's only available to loyal listeners like you. Here's what Lindy, who works as an educational consultant, said about the PPP course. I couldn't figure out why I wasn't getting the results from ChatGPT that I needed and wanted. And after taking the PPP course, I now realized that I was not priming correctly. So I will be heading back into ChatGPT right now to practice my priming, prompting, and polishing. Everyone's prompting wrong, and the PPP course fixes that. If you want access, go to podppp.com. Again, that's podppp.com. Sign up for the free course and start putting ChatGPT to work for you. Oh, cool. Maybrit said, it sounds like me. FYI, y'all, like even when I was writing and I should, you know, I should be full disclosure on this. I enjoy writing, right? So even my own LinkedIn post, I write those. ChatGPT could write those, but it's one of those things. I actually, I spend probably, depending on the day, anywhere from four to 10 hours inside ChatGPT, right? And for me, it can sometimes be not draining, but it can kind of, the, the efficiency and the output is so high that every once in a while, I just need to say like, I'm writing this for myself, right? I just want you all to know that like, I could be pumping out a bunch of great uh, posts using ChatGPT, but I still love writing, right? Like I told you, like I've been writing professionally for 20 years, so I still do enjoy it. Uh, so just FYI, all my posts are mine, but ChatGPT could take over, you know, uh, if, if it wanted to. Uh, all right, let's keep going. And also, Get your questions in now. We're almost done here. We're almost done with the five tips. All right. Follow PPP best practices. Prime, prompt, polish. Uh, I already know from some of the comments, some of you all have taken our free PPP course. If you have, go ahead and uh, let everyone else know in the comments now what you think if you don't mind. But we talk about that. You don't just go in and copy and paste a prompt. Another huge mistake that people make is they're listening to random people on the internet, random social media influencers, nothing against them. But um, if you're just using a copy and paste prompt that someone found online, it's the worst thing you can do. the, the, The chat GPT is not gonna sound like you or it's not gonna sound like your brand. You need to follow best practices. You need to train it as an employee. You need to prime, you need to prompt, and you need to polish. So if you want access to the course, it's your lucky day. Just type PPP in the comments. Uh, we have some uh, classes starting up next week. We took two weeks off to make it better, uh, to make some updates. So if you want access to that, and please, if, if, if you have taken the course before, give it, give it a shout. Oh, cool. People already did that quickly. Y'all are awesome. Val says PPP is a must. Dr. Harvey Castro says PPP is great. PJ, PJ says uh, excellent course. Marie says, the course is very helpful. Thank you, guys. Um, Oh, cool. Kevin, Kevin, what's up, Kevin? Kevin says, PPP is fantastic and has really helped up my game and even my programming. That's great. Yeah, PPP just helps you not just write better content, but just use ChatGPT better, period. All right, so that's another mistake. You don't just copy and paste something and think that ChatGPT is going to be better or, or to write at the same level as you. The example I showed, you saw how much back and forth there was. It took 15 minutes. I'm getting good at the PPP process, but you, you go through it quick uh, quickly. It's a lot of back and forth. It's not copy, paste, like what people on the internet are telling you. They're just trying to sell you something. Uh, all right. Number four, we just, just referenced it. In these chats where you're trying to get ChatGPT to sound more like you, think of it as you are training an employee on that one specific type of writing. That's the other thing. If you're trying to get it to speak like you or to to write like you, talk like you, whatever, um, you would be writing for many different outlets, right? So I just, the example I gave was different LinkedIn posts, right? But if I was writing an email, I would not, even though that sounds like me, those LinkedIn posts that ChatGPT wrote sounds like me, I would not use that in an email. So if I wanted to use ChatGPT for my writing, which, again, I probably should, but I still enjoy writing old-fashioned, right? So, but I would create something separate. I would create one for LinkedIn. I would create one for, you know, outreach emails. I would create one for, you know, client emails. I would create one for landing page copy because it's all a little different, right? Uh, your, your your copy, depending on where it lives, is going to be a little bit different. All right. Last, but uh, actually here, I'm going to stop here because a great question from Brian just came in. He said, what if you don't have a real style? Brian, that's a great question. You'd be surprised, right? So like I said, find some writing that you've done consistently that is all in the same category. Go through the PPP process, PPP process. When you add process on there, it's a tongue twister for early in the morning. Go through the process and you'll be surprised. ChatGPT will tell you, what your style is, even if you don't know it, right? But even if you are not, as an example, a definitive, uh, definitively defined writer, even if your, uh, you know, even if your prose is not polished, you probably still do have tendencies when you write. You probably still do have a brand voice, even if you aren't aware. So ChatGPT will actually help you realize um, and pinpoint that. But let's just say. And that's fine, Brian. That's actually a, a great example. Is not everyone's writing is going to jump off the page, and that's okay, and that's all right, right? So um, even if you don't have a writing style, GPT will still Chat GPT can still help you identify what your writing tendencies are, the words that you use most often. That was the thing that when I was kind of training my chat for this example, I said, not just in the examples, but I said, here's words that I use a lot when I talk, right? Make sure to use those. Uh, but Brian, that's a great question. All right, last but not least, we've been through them. I'm gonna go through them here real quick without uh, gibberish in between. So you get all five, here they are. Number one, use the right mode. Number two, give access to ample writing samples and resources. Number three, follow PPP best practices, prime, prompt, polish. Number four, train an employee, not just using ChatGPT, And last but not least, keep memory in mind and recall. All right, so real quick, uh, people who haven't taken the PPP course might not know what that means at all. ChatGPT has a memory. There's only certain uh, token usage. I believe ChatGPT uh, or OpenAI has says that it's 32,000 tokens um, on the pro. I think that's a slow rollout. I'm still not seeing that. I'm still seeing 8,000 tokens, which is about 6,000 words. So what that means is with all that back and forth, right? So let's go ahead and and just uh, go back here to uh, my chat here in ChatGPT. I'm just, uh, if you're listening on the podcast, I'm showing when you're training up an employee, again, use ChatGPT as training an employee. There's a lot of back and forth here. A lot. There's... I I don't have a word count. I wish OpenAI would give you a word count or a token count on the side so you knew when ChatGPT would start to lose its memory. But you'll see here, there's thousands of words. So I've already really cut into a big portion of ChatGPT's memory here. So you need to keep memory in mind. Um, And one thing we teach in our course is to do a memory recall every once in a while. So if you've ever started using ChatGPT, and you've gone back and forth, and you know you whether it's to get it to write like you or something else, and it starts to lose its quality. That is because it is starting to lose its memory, right? Um, chat GPT is by far, and it's not even close. I don't care what anyone says. I will go head to head in a dorky AI battle. Um, that Chat GPT with plugins is the best uh, AI chat by far. And, I, and I've done those videos. I'll, I'll try to leave them in the comments. You know, Cloud 2. Cloud 2 has a bigger memory. Cloud 2 from Anthropic. It's not good, though. It's not good. Not compared to ChatGPT with plugins when you train them as your employee, right? Google BART is great for certain use cases. Doesn't hold its weight compared to ChatGPT with plugins. Same thing with Microsoft Bing Chat. Even though they're both, uh, you know, by, right? Like Microsoft Bing Chat is using GPT-4 there the creative mode uses gpt4 still doesn't hold its weight to chatgpt with plugins all right so memory recall it's chatgpt is going to start to lose all those instructions and all the examples and it's going to lose its memory all right battle yes as ben said as ben said battle of the ai dorks absolutely uh, brian thank you brian says PVP has definitely improved my business Maybrit says PPP will help you use ChatGPT efficiently without any crazy upsells or super prompts. Absolutely, yeah. I didn't mean to accidentally make this a PPP uh, episode, but thank you all for shouting that out. Um so uh also Monica says thank you for this valuable information. Monica and Charlotte tuning in live. Thank you Monica and Charlotte. Uh two two people on one account. That's great. Uh so I hope this was helpful. And again, as a reminder, if this was helpful, go ahead, click click the repost on this. Uh, if you're watching on LinkedIn, on Twitter, wherever, uh, go ahead and click repost if this was helpful for you. Um, I'm going to be, we're working on a project which will hopefully be done this month. Uh, I'm going to give you access to it. It's always free. Uh, we we don't charge uh, y'all for helping with information to help you use to help individuals use chatgpt a little better so that was it y'all i hope that this helps and i hope now when someone says oh chatgpt can't write like me or oh look at this example of of this ai content it's it's no good right ai is not good no it usually means the person using it isn't very good at using it You know, 99% of times when you get bad written copy out of ChatGPT or another AI bot, it's user error. Sorry. That just means the person using or trying to teach you or trying to sell you something doesn't know what they're doing, right? Y'all just saw an example where I went live through and I trained this ChatGPT to write a little more like me. And in the end, like I said, it's probably about 95 to 99% accurate for someone that's been getting paid to write for 20 years. So if it can go at 95 to 99% quality-wise, but it can write 10 times faster than me, I hope y'all can see the tremendous benefit to spending time in ChatGPT to make it write like you. All right. So as a reminder, y'all, make sure to go to youreverydayai.com. That's youreverydayai.com. If this was a lot of information, don't worry. We're going to be recapping it in our free daily newsletter. Uh, like Nancy shouted out uh, shouted out earlier, you know, she said that I'm trying I'm trying to find her comment now. There's there's a lot of comments, guys. So she said I just let other people talk for me. She said the only way to keep up on AI is this show and the daily newsletter. So make sure you go to your every a, your everydayai.com. Sign up for the free daily newsletter. Make sure if you haven't you know, if you can't catch the live stream every day, that's all right. Check us out on pot, uh, on Spotify, on Apple. If you like the show, please leave us a rating there as well. And join us tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to be talking mid-journey for beginners. Uh, and this this is your show, y'all. Like I, I put out a poll on LinkedIn uh, on Monday. I said, what do you guys want to hear about? And you told me "Make how to make ChatGPT write more like you in mid-journey for beginners. So today we knocked it out, how to make ChatGPT write more like you. Tomorrow, we're going to go over MidJourney for beginners. So if you want to be able to use AI to create beautiful imagery, tune in tomorrow. So we hope to see you then and every day on Everyday AI. Thanks. And that's a wrap for today's edition of Everyday AI. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a rating. It helps keep us going. For a little more AI magic, visit youreverydayai.com and sign up to our daily newsletter so you don't get left behind. Go break some barriers and we'll see you next time.